Welcome to the Personal Wisdom Show with me, Mita Johnson and Dr. Pat. Are you curious to learn about your soul level purpose? Do you want to explore how you can move forward in your life in a way that's more in line with your purpose and values? Have you ever been told to just ignore that little voice inside? Then you are already aware of your knowing. This show is an opportunity to hear my story of uncovering my personal wisdom and to learn to do it for yourself. Be fearless in trusting your body, intuition, and inner knowing. Get ready to step into your wisdom and bring forward your authenticity. The Personal Wisdom Show starts now. Wow. I love hearing that. Hey, everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I am so thrilled to really be in partnership with Mita Johnson today. Trust the wisdom and power within you to create success. The Personal Wisdom Show is literally that. But what I love about what Mita is doing is exploring the power of this. You know, the power of, of that which is in every single one of us. And if we could just remember, if we could just tap in, even for a few seconds, what might shift? What might change? What might fill in the blank today? So what are you? A human being or a human doing? Mina, it's great to have you. Good morning, Dr. Pat. It's great to be here. You know, this topic of are we a human being or a human doing is one of my all-time favorites. It makes me smile because um, the scientific community labels us as human beings. And yet as creatures of this world, we're actually human doings. We are so busy running around like the little ants preparing for tomorrow and thinking about this. And particularly in the Midwest culture where I live, you know, the old adage is, you know, idle hands leads to an evil, lazy mind or a heart <laughs> or this, you know, we're all coached to always be doing something that we really forget that we were called human beings for a reason. For the longest time at corporate, that was my screensaver. Are you a human being today or a human doing today? And what happens when you make a conscious choice? And that's really what I want people to think about today is how do they choose when to be a human being and when to be a human doing and why both matter? I love that you're bringing both of these to the forefront because we've been given the ability to be both. Mm -hmm. And yet we forget that we've been given the ability to be both. And when we do one obsessively or the other obsessively, we don't get them, we don't give them a chance to unite with the superior, super, almost super, almost super human experience, right? And that's what you're going to talk about today. But first off, don't we have to know the difference, right? Absolutely. Um you know, many people, when I first bring up the question of what are you today, a human being or a human doing, as you pointed out, literally have no idea what I'm talking about. You know, they are a human being because they exist in their mind and they're a human doing because that's what they were told they were supposed to be, or that's what's been rewarded and reinforced throughout their life. But for me, a human being is choosing to consciously remember that you exist, 
it's not just that you exist, but it's that choosing to remember it, to realize it, to process it, and to own it. And I'm not talking about, you know, some thing where you got to go to the monastery or be this great Zen Buddhist or someone where, you know, you can sit and meditate your mind and levitate out of your body and all of that. That's awesome for the people who can do that. But that's not what everybody's asked to do. And so I really work with my clients on figuring out what it means to them to just be. You know, what does that look like? What does it feel like? How does your body respond? And so they can begin to notice the difference between a human being and a human doing. Pat, you probably have experiences with that. What are some of your human beings? I'll tell you my experiences with it. And you know what my indicator is? right? If I look at what my indicator is for how, how I can flag, let me use the word flag, if I could. So, you know, sometimes we get an alert on our phone, or we get an email or something that says, hey, you should pay attention to this. Somebody's trying to get into your bank account, right? And you get a little pop up and it says, hey, verify, did you purchase this or not? And it's really interesting. The minute you feel the alert without even looking at what it is, right? You could either go to a state of panic. That's not being. Mm -hmm. Or you could go to a state of peace. Mm -hmm. Both of them will will enable you to take action. They're still going to enable you to take action. But the difference, I think, for me between understanding both is that we can operate as human doing and never exhale. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Our to-do list is, and we don't even know it. I mean, when we go into the process where we're not even recognizing what doing looks like without exhaling, we're missing out. And so for me, I look at it in three ways. I have to look at the very linear, what's my calendar look like? I have to start with my calendar. If I get up at five in the morning, that's, I'm a morning person. But if I look at my calendar and I see that I have just piled down, just do, 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 do. And then when I'm not in my calendar, I'm still doing, that is like the alert system that pops up on my phone. Mm -hmm. So from a very visceral perspective, that helps me. But from a physical perspective, everyone knows when we're doing to the point of not wanting to do, and then we keep doing mm -hmm. and we don't give ourselves a break. Absolutely. I think, you know, it's a long answer to talk about this, but, you know, this is really environmental society where we're not counting on our personal wisdom to say, man, I got up five o'clock, four days this week. I work till eight. I'm going to take this afternoon and that's going to be my human being. Mm -hmm. I, that's the way I've had to do it. Now, let me just share this with you. 
because you just came back. Mm -hmm. It's way too late for me to wait to get three days to look at on my calendar to think that I need time. So my mornings, my midday, and my evenings have to have those being times. Mm -hmm. And they don't all look the same. And I think that's confusing for people. Can you comment on that? See, I think that we're, we're so aware that we need to be human beings where our heart can connect, mm -hmm. where we're, we're doing something from our heart. And at the same time, we're not playing a video game. Mm -hmm. You know, you hit on something that I work with a lot of my clients on. And that need for a constant device in our hand or a distraction or a simulation. And I'm not going to get into all of the science and the research and the nastiness about what that really does to our brain. But what I do know, both from my corporate work and my client work in here is our electronic world has shortened our attention span. Yep. We expect everything in seconds and sound bites, and you can't even read the whole article anymore. And what that's done, when I talk to people about disconnecting from their human doing to their human being, is they expect that same rapid 30-second soundbite response. They forget that it takes a little bit of time to tune in and listen. And being a human being isn't being still on a cushion or it isn't laying in your bed with your eyes closed. If that works for you, glory, hallelujah. I, you know, no problem, sister, whatsoever. For me, I read the clues of when I'm short, when I'm forgetting to deep breathe, when I'm not sleeping, or I'm constantly on the edge of exhaustion. Even if I didn't think I did anything the day before, I'm still exhausted and it's because I have forgotten to be. And for those who are still stuck on the silliness, let me share one of my favorite ways to be is to iron. You know, there is something so soothing about the repetitive nature of taking that stack of 24 linen napkins because I refuse to use paper in my house. <laughs> <laughs> I totally get that. Trust me, I get that. And you create this perfect, nice, crisp little square or rectangle, depending on their shape, and it goes in the drawer. It's a repetitive motion. There's the heat, there's a smell, there's a sense of accomplishment with it, but it's not the same as doing. It's like, oh God, I got to do the ironing today. All right. It's like, oh, you know what? I need to just pause because I can go on autopilot and I can let everything drain away. I'm present enough to know physically what I'm doing, but it literally puts me in that Zen state. The yeah. other way I can get there really easily is to simply go sit on my deck and watch the stars. I also get in my flower bed. I live in the Midwest. It's three degrees today. When it's, <laughs> when it's not three degrees, that physical act of walking my flower beds, finding a weed, pulling it out, snipping a few flowers to bring in. Again, my body's moving, but I'm in a state of being and not a state of doing because I'm not striving. I'm not driving. I'm not pushing. It's a passive state 
not an active state. And when I get there, my energy halo kicks in, my breathing slows down, and all the crap falls away. Yeah. yeah. You know, that, that noise that's always out here starts to disappear. And when I come into and out of that state, I have a much clearer focus on what the priorities of my next state of being a human doing needs to be. So to me, it's that complete balance and just a way to really understand who you are. Yeah. One of the things I wanted to talk with you about is I love that you go in between and I love what you just said. I want to take a short break. When we come back, I want to talk to you about this because this is so related to purpose. Um, I had a really great call with someone right before this, um, a gentleman that, you know, um, was part of our network earlier, and then he had some personal things to take care of, but I was just listening to him today. And I was listening to how clear he was and how big his vision was and how he has one step in front of the other. And I said to him, I said, where are you just coming from? So he had spent like, I don't know what, at like a Zen retreat. And he didn't waste a minute, even while he was at it, it was here in Seattle, to call me and want to talk to me because the clarity that got injected from a state of being for a person that is so very busy mm -hmm. most of the time. And when we come back, I want to talk about it because we've got to be able to tap into our wisdom. And you're going to help us with the several, several more ways of being. But I'm like you. I will walk around here. I will look at the plants. I will look at the roses. There are no roses. We're in the middle of winter, but I'll go outside. And I caught myself the other day in the middle of winter here in a wet Pacific Northwest. And I just took off my shoes. And I walked on wet grass uh, and my neighbor came by, <laughs> my, neighbor, my neighbor came by and said, you know, it's winter, right? And I said, what do you mean? He says, you, are you okay? I said, I'm great. He said, do you know you don't have any shoes on? I said, oh, yeah, don't worry about it. I'm perfectly sane. I'm okay. Let's take a short break. <laughs> Being may look odd to some people in your life. Absolutely. They, they may look at you like, what did you do? Mita Johnson. We're going to take a short break. We'll be right back. <laughs> Are you looking to gain wisdom and commit to discovering your best self? What does success mean to you? With authenticity, integrity and compassion Mita Johnson helps guide you in working toward your unique vision of success Mita is a spirit-based intuition lead and success coach work with Mita to uncover your unique life purpose schedule a free discovery call with Mita at personalwisdomcoachingnow.com is your life stressful and unfulfilling would you like to make changes but you don't know how Hi, I'm Dr. Pat. I'm the host of the Dr. Pat Show. I'd like to recommend The Necktie and the Jaguar by Carl Greer. 
This is a memoir with questions to help you change your story and live a life that's more pleasing to you. For more information or to purchase this fabulous book, please go to transformationtalkradio.com or go to carlgreer.com. Your own innate brilliance already lives inside of you. Come discover it so you can shine brightly in this world. Join me, your host, Adrian Cobb, Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern during Wild Magic on TransformationTalkRadio.com and get answers to who you are and where you belong. To learn more about me and the show, visit MyWildMagic.com. Again, that's MyWildMagic.com. We remember a time when you could simply form a thought and it would manifest. The harmony was forgotten, but it is returning now. The Power of Inspiration and Awakening Radio with Juliet Griffin on TransformationTalkRadio.com each second and fourth Wednesday at 9 a.m. Pacific will take you on adventures through the heart and spirit exploring who we once were. This intuitive healer studied under the guidance of wolves, learning from their wisdom to master a higher frequency for a new state of mind. Visit OneTrueSelf.com. Join Jennifer Noel Taylor on the hit show, Quantum Touch Radio, supercharging your life on TransformationTalkRadio.com. You'll take a quantum journey as well as reveal powerful yet simple steps to create more abundance, better health, emotional and mental vibrancy and happier relationships using universal quantum touch principles. For more information, visit QuantumTouch.com. Hey, everybody. I got to just say to everybody. This is one of the most important messages we can, we can bring forward right now. Um, I know many of you have come off of, you know, 24, 26, 28 months of operating in a certain way. And basically, so many of you have been thrown right back into the heat. There was no real transition people for a lot of people that went back to corporate work. Um, and the question then becomes, how are you feeling? How are you doing? And part of what I loved about these past couple of years, other than getting two new knees, is that I allowed myself, when I didn't always go into the studios and office, and even now when I went in the other day, I allowed myself to do what Mita Johnson's talking about. And you're going to hear about what the benefits are of this. What happens when you actually allow yourself to do this? Mita, before we talk about a couple of practices, and then later on in the show, everybody, we're going to talk about what the spiritual aspect of this is and what are some of the things and shifts you can do. By the way, if you have questions for Mita, give us a call. 1-800-930-2819. How do people contact you? How do they find out about you? Uh, I'm on Instagram as personal wisdom coach and my website is personalwisdomcoachingnow.com. Both have ways to connect with me. And then I would love to set up a time to chat and just see what you're curious about and how that fits with me and where we would go from there. I love it. Um, let's jump in to ways to practice being because I was just chit-chatting with you a little bit. And I'm, I'm a great student. I think I could, I, I, this is a venue for me. The past 20 years, I've gotten to be a student. I love that. Um, 
And I was listening to one of the shows you and I did. I can't remember which one, but it literally flipped a switch for me because I know what we're doing. I know what we're getting ready to unleash here and change. And you could get so caught up in the day-to-day if you are not consciously active to get that space we are missing out on the creative energy that is our birthright. Tell us about that. Mm-hmm. So I want to, my head is caught in something that you said when we came back from break that I need to go back to. Sure. Use the, you know, how are you doing today? That's a be, That's a doing word. Isn't it? What would happen if you said, how's your being today? Right. You know, you're really inquiring about the essence of the person then and not the actions that they're doing or the situation that you're sitting in in the moment. But it's a way to connect with someone on a really authentic level. When you start to inquire, how's your being? Are you peaceful today? Are you at rest? Is your energy struggling with something? You know, I don't really care if work was terribly busy. Yeah, I kind of do because I care about (laughs) you as a human being. That's not really what I'm asking. When I ask, how are you doing today? I'm really wanting to know how your being is. And so how do we start to think about even the language that we use when we're trying to tap into that essence of each other? And, you know, quit using the action words because that's not really what you want to know. So when I work with my clients, there's really a mandate that every time they create action steps for themselves over the time from now to the next time we meet, one of them has to be, how are they bringing being into their life on a daily basis? It lets people really explore what that can look like and what that means and to learn why it's important. I think as little kids, we're automatically human beings. You know, we stop and we stare at the ladybug when we walk. You know, we giggle at the things that make us happy. We haven't had all of that socialized out of us. Yeah. What I'm really inviting our listeners today and my clients to do is to undo some of that socialization and go find those little moments of joy. You know, a brand new stick of gum that tastes like cinnamon that makes you smile and remember when you kid, that's a being moment. You know, the um, you're in the grocery store and you smell somebody's perfume and it reminds you of your grandma. Oh my God. And you smile. That's a being moment. Instead of just dismissing it, what would happen if you just took 30 or 45 seconds to stand there and revel in the emotion and the senses and the feelings? Your body is giving you those clues all day long, inviting you to stop and to be. You know, earlier in the show, we talked about, you know, ironing works or gardening. Those are conscious acts. Yeah. And I think there's both the unplanned moment and the planned moments of being. And, you know, the scent of your grandma's perfume or the act of, you know, hearing a snippet of a song that makes you just want to stop and dance and sing with it for a minute. You know, that's your body telling you, let your human being come out. Celebrate your joy. Celebrate while you're here find that moment 
and live in that moment. It only might last a few seconds. And we forget to do those. So when I talk with people about practicing being a human being, they go to the serious ones. They go to, I need my meditation or I want, you know, my headphones go on for five minutes in the morning, or I don't do good at that. Or is my journaling when I'm being a human being? Maybe, I don't know what's happening with your journaling. It might be like my ironing. So I invite people to really think about the difference between conscious moments of beings that you plan in. You talked about your full calendar and the mad rush. It's absolutely important to create those spaces to be, but it's equally important to honor when your body brings them to you. Yep. Yep. I love that we're talking about this because um, I had to think about this. I had to think about what you were referencing where we get in touch with our body. Now, jokingly, I will tell you that my neighbor who did walk by with his wife, right, didn't just walk by and just dart off. He was fascinated for a moment. You know, people that are out walking, they're walking. They'll walk by you and, hi, how are you doing? But he stopped, right? Mm -hmm. And he stopped. And we had a little conversation. And I kept walking in my little circle. I don't know why I was walking in a circle. But I kept walking in a little circle in in the grass that was so lush, right? It was just so lush. It was beautiful. And he was watching me after I said, I'm okay. And he says, how does that feel? Mm -hmm. So you created moments of human being. You created your own because you were connected to the grass You made a conscious choice to go honor your body's need to feel that and relish it and explore it. But you also allowed your neighbor the opportunity to create his own space of being to simply stop, to notice, and to be curious. Yeah. And for all you know, he went home and did the same thing. Well, I I know his wife did because um, she started to talk about a ritual in her family. Uh, She was from uh, China. Mm -hmm. And she started to talk about several rituals, right? Until he kind of, she would have stood there talking with me for like an hour, I think. Um, But she started to talk about this. And, you know, when they walked away, and I, I heard them, but they walked away. I heard her turn to him and say something like, we need to do things like that. I'm paraphrasing. Mm -hmm. We need to, you know, walking is great, but maybe we should do things like that. Mm -hmm. Maybe we should do more of that. I don't know what he said because they were beyond me, but just that moment, right? Mm -hmm. How do people tap into those moments for themselves? Because what I hear from a lot of my friends that have tried meditating or try, they're frustrated with the fact that, that they think, which I don't think is true, that there's a certain way you do something and that's it. But how can we share with people that this is available to mm-hmm. them? Mm-hmm. And from your perspective of personal wisdom. You know, 
we've been created with marvelously unique and different bodies and energies. And what works for somebody else is guaranteed not to work for you. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. (laughs) The starting point of the shoulds or the oughts, or it looks like this, or there's a set of rules or practices. The first way to be a being, in my opinion, is to throw all that away. What works for you? Yeah. Do you like to sing? Yeah. Do you paint? Do you garden? Do you have complicated chessboard setups? <laughs> you know, every one of us has a place in our soul and a place in our body that's our happy spot. Yeah. You know, whatever that passion thing is, I invite my clients to start there. If you're a gardener, what about that gardening that pulls you? As you dig in, it creates that state of being. So it might be the physical sensation. It might be the smells. It might be the sunshine. I don't know what it is for you, but when you start with where are you the happiest and start to parse it apart, why am I happy here? What fills me? What's going on? And do that internal reflection and then go from there. We laugh about ironing. Nobody in the world likes to iron. I do. But what I've been able to parse out of it for me is there's a satisfaction for my Enneagram One perfectionist. So I'm feeding that need for order and simplicity. I'm caring for my family because I'm creating something that's not rumpled and functional. It's beautiful and functional. My body likes the repetition of the motion that goes with that. And the combination of those lets my brain take me to the space that I need to focus on. You know, sometimes it's a reminder I'm too busy. Sometimes it's a reminder I haven't exercised enough. So my brain talks to me about what my body needs when I find that space where I can listen to myself instead of to everything else that's going on. So I really invite people to find that curiosity and that starting point and see where it takes you. Mm, I love that. I want to talk with you about the intersection with spirituality. Mm -hmm. You know, does this have a spiritual aspect? And what does that look like for people? Even if you're not spiritual. And I love that we're asking that question. Mm-hmm. Because my own personal journey, early on, very young, 20s, 30s, very different with spirituality than I am now. But it mm-hmm. didn't mean I couldn't get to that place. But there's a power in what we're going to talk about and a purpose. Mita Johnson, we're going to take a short break, Benny. When we come back, I'm going to let you know how you can find out more about Mita, how you can work with her. All of the above, it's all about personal wisdom. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. 
Do you ever wonder why you were put here on this earth? What your soul is being called to do? What brings you the greatest satisfaction? Tune in to the Personal Wisdom Show with Mita Johnson on TransformationTalkRadio.com, where she will help you learn to really lean in and trust the wisdom and power within you, creating a success you never thought possible. If you want to grow this wisdom inside you and understand your life purpose, visit PersonalWisdomCoachingNow.com. Healing has a ripple effect. One person's healing affects everyone around them. This is where the power of sharing our stories can be so important. Tune in to Playing on the Edge Radio with Megan Edge each month on Transformation Talk Radio as Megan provides you with ways of sustaining radical and powerful changes in your life. Enact the power of radical change. To find out more about Megan Edge, visit her website at meganedge.ca. You're driven, and it totally shows. Your career is taking off, you're killing it in the mom game. But did your health needs make it on the plate this week? Tune in to the Boss Up Babe radio show, where Carissa Adkins helps babes show up, boss up, and thrive. Every second and fourth Tuesday at 12.30 p.m. Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Become the boss babe you were meant to be. To sign up for one of Carissa's group coaching programs, visit 365dailyhustle.com. Parenting isn't about perfection. I think we all know that. Parenting is about being present and honest, having compassion for your child and for yourself, communicating consciously and loving unconditionally. Tune in to The Awakened Parent Project with Susan Dolce every first and third Tuesday at noon Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Learn to be an empowered parent through the techniques of the conscious parenting community. To learn more about Susan, visit SusanDolce.com. It takes courage to step into your calling and go for your dreams. Sabotage monsters can get in your way, preventing you from reaching your potential. You can choose to struggle alone, or you can choose community and support, someone to walk beside you, meeting you where you are. If you are ready to make real and lasting change, Coach Christine Clark is here for you. Find out more about one-on-one coaching and group programs with Coach Christine at sunglowtransformation.com. Are you ready to branch out? Take a leap of faith. Tune in to Get Rooted Radio with Erica Gifford-Mills on TransformationTalkRadio.com to equip, empower, and enlighten yourself. Erica will energize and excite you to power up your passionate dream that sets your soul on fire. So get fearlessly ready and get powerfully rooted in your yes to live it up, love it up, and let it go. Visit GetRootedRadio.com. Hey, everybody, welcome. You're listening to the Personal Wisdom Show. Mita Johnson is the host of this show, and it's about trust the wisdom and power within you to create success. This is really, this is her passion, her purpose. I get to have these conversations with her, and it truly is an honor to do that. Um, Mita, what is the best way for people to reach out to you? But also, people can work with you. Everything we're talking about today, you help your clients with. You help them in any way you can tap into that personal wisdom. What is the best way for them to reach you? Absolutely. You know, I work with people from all walks of life who are looking to know what success is, how to own their wisdom, and how to live their best life by tapping into that. The best way to find me is my website. It's personalwisdomcoachingnow.com. It has a contact form on it. 
and you send that to me. We find an hour that works with our schedules and we have a great conversation. And at the end of that, we decide if I'm the right partner for you or not. If I am fabulous, if not, I got to meet somebody really new and interesting and it's a beautiful way to spend an hour of time. So thank you. I can only imagine it really is. Um, thank you so much. And we're just going to go right to the top of the hour because I want to make sure we're, we're really talking about this before the break. Um, I asked you a question. I talked a little bit about the spiritual aspect of this. I'd love to hear your thoughts on this. You know, I think many people that I talk with are afraid to acknowledge their being because they believe it has to be spiritual that, you know, well, I was raised Christian. So if I do this meditation, then I'm really practicing something that's not acceptable in my church or my form. And I listen to that and you always honor where people are coming from. And that's where I come back to what does spiritual mean to you? You've been taught to pray, perhaps. You've been taught to say the rosary, perhaps. You've been taught to kneel on your rug at specific times of day. Every religion that I'm aware of has an aspect of ritual to it. Yeah. When you dig into it, that ritual is really about creating that state of being. It's that state of openness and connection and deep listening to yourself, to however you identify source, whether it's universe, whether it's a named being, doesn't really matter. And if you're a person who's not connected with any of those, your soul and your energy still craves that connection. And that's where you might find it in your ironing or walking barefoot in the grass or losing yourself in a piece of music. Ritual can be an awesome way to create being, you know, we were just referencing on the break, you know, the power of the Japanese tea ceremony. There are all sorts of things out there that are gateways and maybe the end way. Maybe that's really what you need, but it can be as simple as singing in the shower or, you know, staring at the stars from your favorite chair on your back deck. It's that letting your mind and your body relax and flow together and really hear what's going on inside yourself. Not the chatter, the to-do list that you start with, because everybody who's tried to meditate in the monkey mind, (laughs) I'm not asking you to let go of it or get past it. If there's a success state with this, the success is finding what works for you. But the more you connect with your human being, the clearer that voice and that wisdom and your body knowledge is, and the clearer you are about what comes next. You know, find those moments. It can be two minutes in the day at the grocery store. It can be sitting in the car in the sunshine at the stoplight. So don't make it bigger than it is, but honor the power for how big even the littlest things are. Mm -hmm. I am so loving this conversation because you provide us with an aspect of personal wisdom that is available, adaptable and immediately on demand for anyone. And what I love about what you just shared is there's a non-judgmental aspect of this that we so can embrace. And you know, part of what you're saying today is you're saying that this can come in many forms. Mm-hmm. Nobody owns the, the book 
you know, like, you know, you don't have like, I worked for the phone company and there were reams of guideline books on everything you did. You know, it, before you signed anything, you pulled the, the general instruction out and you read it. But that's not what we're talking about here today. I want to ask you this question in regard to this. And that is, when we practice this, when we create that shift to the art of being, I want to ask you about how you would describe the world of possibilities and creativity that becomes available to people. You know, I can tell you what happens for me. Yeah, for sure. I don't know what happens for you. What I do know is it's observable. So I can see when someone I'm connected with moves to that state of being and out of doing. Your body physically changes and reflects that mental shift. For me, um, I feel like perhaps you do after you've just gotten out of a relaxing bath or a hot tub, or if you're a runner, that runner's high feeling. Again, everybody's body responds a little bit differently. But for me, it's knowing that from a cell level, emotional level, physical level, I'm all connected in the same space. I am, I am literally whole when I am functioning as a human being. It's a space where I hear really clearly what should be present for me. It's guidance. It's awareness. It's sometimes repentance because as human doings, we make mistakes. And so the best way to let go of that is to bring it into being and reflect on it. What did I need to learn? What do I do differently? And yeah. now I'm done with it. Amen. <laughs> yeah, no, totally. It's that what you just said right there, that right there, that aspect of being clear can clear out decades of sludge. Mm -hmm. You know, we carry a lot of things around with us, Nina, right? We do. Boy, we do. And we don't know it when we're in human doing, mm -mm. right? You do at the unconscious level. That's where the yeah. aches and the pains and the discomfort, that's where your body's telling you something needs to shift. Mm -hmm. But when you move from experiencing it to knowing it, to releasing it, that's when you're in your being state. Yeah. You know, it's interesting. Um, they, the office, Jessica and Linda, anybody in the office will tell you that when they see, when they look into my eyes and see this look on my face and I walk towards them, I'm about to say something like, oh my gosh, I just got a download. I've got a great idea. Mm -hmm. Okay. And it's really true. What I've had to learn about that is formulate the idea in a way that your team can understand it and know what part it is that thing that you take that comes from being which doesn't really have any tangible structure but you want to take it that new thing that you now have and do something with it and this is what we started the show talking about is 
the idea of human being doesn't mean we're not going to get insight into an action we take, right? Correct. That's the confusion. Yeah. Being can help you to be simply relaxed, clear, and available. It can be a chance to clear out what's cluttering you and to let your mind process. It can be a perfect creative state where the newest symphony shows up. But what you've done is open the door for any or all of that or none of that to happen in any of the moments. If we expect, in my experience, that every time I tap into being a human being, that something yeah. marvelous is going to come out of it, what we've done is shifted it to a doing. It's another way to do something. And so I invite people to celebrate what shows up in that time and work with it, but don't go to that time specifically to get there. Yeah. Because then you've created just one more action item on your list. Yeah. And, and it's let it flow, just open and see what shows up. Yeah. I mean, I got to tell you how absolutely exciting it is to be able to talk with you about this because I have to be reminded. I mean, I have a lot of tools in my toolkit, but I also have a forgetter, mm -hmm. right? And I had a conversation with Linda the other day um after an insight i got from one of my spiritual teachers that i listened to and i said you know what he said i said he said a lot of things so i'm just going to give you the punchline what he was talking about was if you believe in a benevolent energy you know what i mean like life force, God, Buddha, whatever you believe in, whatever your spiritual practice is. If you believe that is a benevolent energy, that you are, that your birthright here is to experience personal wisdom and an amazing life, whether it's going to Costa Rica or walking on the grass. Mm -hmm. And I said something to her the other day. After I got out of my, I'm, I use a couple of devices. I have something called brain tap. And the minute that I take it off, right, I am flooded with ways for me to calm down mm -hmm. insights that I didn't have where I was blocked. And here's what I said. I said, we could fall trap to the illusion of fear. Mm-hmm. And we will do and do and do faster and harder with the illusion of fear and doubt, right? Yes. Fear and doubt. Yep. Those two, those two strange bedfellows, they are the showstoppers. They I said, you know, I was motivators. Oh my God. I said, but here's what I got today from listening. It's an illusion. Mm -hmm. And you have to trust in your personal wisdom and the insights you're getting and not be overtaken by fear. And you can't do it if you're human doing, right? Right. Fear is a doing activity. It forces you into an action and being allows you to acknowledge the fear, understand its source and make a choice. Yeah.
And see, that's the freedom and what we're talking about, isn't it? It is. And so there is a freedom to understanding what's available to us. And there are spiritual aspects of this for so many people, right? You know, walking in the grass barefoot, that has been a spiritual practice. I looked it up. I Googled it. That has been a spiritual practice of so many cultures for so long, right? Mm -hmm. Now, certainly I didn't look it up and then go walk in the grass. I just decided I'm out there, take the shoes off. Um, but this is also, can you just share this? Understanding and learning these practices. Can, you, can we talk to our audience about what they can expect? Because people want to know, how will this, how will this free me? How will this help me? And I know we were talking about it today, but I know you've experienced some amazing things in your life that if you were not at the human being stage, you probably wouldn't have. No, I think what I wish and hope for anyone who wants to really understand how to be their human being is that they find the peace and the trust and the sense that I am worthy. Oh. You know, there's different words, different feelings, but so many of us live with the, I'm not enough, but you are. And when you can hear that internal wisdom, when you feel it, and when you know it, there's that sense of the universe cares that you actually matter. You are literally here for a reason. For me, that ties to my life purpose words. Yeah. For you, it might tie to something else because again, every one of us is an individual with our own needs, options, and reasons for being at this place and at this time. But when you trust yourself and you find that thing that transports you there, you have a gift that nobody can ever take away from you because you can do it anywhere and talk about grounding and empowering. That's what I wish for every one of us today. And for everyone who's listening is to find that way to tune in and to be empowered and to truly trust that you are worthy. I want to really link this back in this, you know, last question that I really would love for you to explore with me. This is all tied into personal wisdom. And yet we may not really understand the depth and the importance of that. But it goes back to what you teach. It goes back to what you coach. And you said something so important, really important for us to, to just talk about a minute. Without trust, and I'm not talking about trust your best friend. I'm talking about without trust in yourself, and trusting what is being revealed to you. Somebody said to me yesterday, when you come from heart and heart-centered, there is no confusion. Mm -hmm. Isn't that the essence of what we're talking about here when we take personal wisdom and mm -hmm. human being mm -hmm. and put them together so that when we are in our human doing state, we're fully aware, we're on purpose, we're on track, even if it is about ironing. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. <laughs> when, you are, when you are in that place of human being, 
you are in full alignment and that heart wisdom leads and you just know what needs to happen to be an effective doer. Yeah. And again, it's a choice and it's listening. Call it your intuition. Call it, you know, your ego that sits over here on your shoulder. I don't care what you label it. Makes no difference to me as long as you have heard it, choose to understand it and move forward in the way that makes sense to you and really listen to what your body is asking you to do and learn to hear when it's afraid, when it's tense, when it's this, because it's inviting you to come inward and reflect and let it go. Yeah. I mean, think about the people that have chronic back pain right now. Mm -hmm. I have a friend that has back pain and she nailed it. She says, this is stress, Mm -hmm. right? I mean, now that just shows you a little bit of awareness, right? This mm-hmm. is stress. I know my stress points because I get a pain in my hip. Mm-hmm. Um, we all have our body indicate to us different things. Mm-hmm. And covering I, it up with the pill out of the cupboard. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> we'll, we'll buy you some time but your body will not quit talking to you until you really listen to it. I don't know if I'm going to find, I'm, I don't think I'm going to find you. I've got this image of you at, at the ironing board now. And believe me, I grew up ironing my dad's shirts. I learned the meaning of instant gratification. Mm-hmm. That's why when doing the work I do, I have to do the work I do for the network. But I'll tell you, I have about five clients I work with where we're actually developing things I can see. I got that from my dad's shirt. There's nothing more beautiful than ironing the shirt for my dad and just watching him put it on with the tie. I mean, it was, I mean, that sounds crazy, right? But I get the whole ironing thing. Thank you for today. I just love this conversation because it is a reminder of what's possible. Uh, and we just have to use this to dodge that fear bullet because yes. fear just doesn't get us where we want to go, does it? No, it holds us back. Yeah, it's well. actually the reverse energy. Thanks for tuning in to the Personal Wisdom Show with me, Mita Johnson. Join me every month for a conversation on key topics that will help you think about success, wisdom, and your time here in a new way. We are all here at this time for a reason, but by uncovering that and learning to live your life on purpose, we can truly change the energy and impacts of the world one human being at a time. To learn more about me, visit my website at personalwisdomcoachingnow.com. We all have a soul level purpose. Tune in next time to transformationtalkradio.com to discover yours.